Colossians 1.18 says, So spacious is he, so roomy, that everything of God finds its proper place in him without crowding. This podcast is going to help you live out your faith, walk in the Spirit, and rest in God's grace. Hey there, my name is Wendy Parker, and I want to welcome you to the Spacious Room Podcast. Hey there and welcome to this week's Spacious Room episode and if you're a regular listener of mine then you have probably noticed I have a new intro and I have a new logo too and this is because, get ready, it's my 100th episode. Yes, can you believe it? 100 episodes. And I just want to take this opportunity to say thank you. If you've been a regular listener and if you have gone on the journey with me, then I want to say thank you for tuning in each and every week. And even though my logo's changed, it's a fresh new look and a new intro, um, you know, I just thought turning 100, you need to have a makeover, right? So, but you're still going to get the same good content, great content, and you're still going to have the the same um, truth bombs coming at you every week. <laughs> so in this um, podcast episode, this special 100th podcast episode, I want to talk to you about invitations and I want to speak to you today about the power of an invitation. So I want you to take a moment right now and think on all the invitations that you've received. So how did the invitation make you feel? Did it make you feel valued? Did it make you feel like you're included? And did it make you feel like you were seen? You know, invitations get us excited. Well, it gets us women excited because we then have an excuse to go shopping and buy that really cute outfit that we've had our eye on for a while. And no matter how many cute outfits you have, invitations, they make you feel like someone has chosen you, handpicked you to experience something special with them. And invitations connect us as each invite gets passed from one hand to the other. However, there's a catch with invitations. They're a two-way street because unless the invitation is accepted, the connection is denied. So perhaps you're listening to my podcast today because someone invited you to check out this amazing spacious room. Or maybe you're thinking to yourself that you don't get invited to anything anymore because you've had too many mistakes, you've failed too often and you've had too many setbacks. So you are not feeling valued today or included or seen. Well, I want to tell you, dear friend, that you are not alone because... There's a woman in John chapter 4, verses 7 to 29, who feels exactly the same way as you do, but she got an invitation from someone and it changed her life. And I'm going to be reading from my good old-fashioned Bible, the New King James Version, and I'm going to read the story of the Samaritan woman. And I pick it up in verse 7. Here we go. Get comfortable. I'm going to read you some scripture. It says, A woman of Samaria came to draw water. 
Jesus said to her, Give me a drink, for his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. Then the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well and drank from it himself as well as his sons in his livestock? Jesus answered and said to her, Whoever drinks of this water will never thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water that I may not thirst, nor come here to draw. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered and said, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You have well said, I have no husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one whom you now have is not your husband. In that you spoke truly. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, and you Jews say that in Jerusalem is the place where one ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, Believe me, the hour is coming when you will neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour is coming, and now is, when the true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, who is called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. And at this point, his disciples came and they marveled that he talked with a woman, yet no one said, what do you seek or why are you talking with her? The woman then left her water pot went her way into the city and said to the men, Come, see a man who told me all things that I ever did. Could this be the Christ? And Michael Green used the term essence of the gospel and he suggests we believe in a God who speaks, a God who rescues, a God who gives life and a God who sends. Speaks, rescues, gives life and sends. That is the essence of the gospel. So, first of all, a God who speaks. So I'm going to unpack this story about the Samaritan woman. So the Samaritan woman was not only drawing water that day at the well, she was also drawing conclusions about Jesus. And Jesus offers the woman an invitation. Give me a drink. She's shocked 
The Jewish man is speaking with her. First of all, she's alone. She's a woman and she's a Samaritan. She doesn't, he doesn't understand she is a woman of reputation. The respectable women stopped inviting her to things a long, long time ago. So she tries to dismiss him. She says, you're a Jew, I'm a Samaritan woman, we don't deal with each other, end of chat, wall up, go away, don't speak to me. But Jesus starts laying down the foundation of why he has come to the well. Verse 10 says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. He's inviting her into an adventure and she can't help herself. She wants to know what he is offering and she is curious. She slowly starts to understand that Jesus is crossing geographical, ethnic, religious, social and gender barriers to hand her this invitation to experience this living water. And I want to ask you a question. What barriers are you needing to cross to take the invitation of living water from Jesus? What conclusions have you drawn about Jesus that stops you from taking his invitation? So, the essence of the gospel is a God who speaks. And now we look at a God who rescues. Because let's face it, we all have a past, right? And these can be the barriers that stop us from reaching out our hand and taking the invitation from Jesus. The pivotal moment for the Samaritan woman comes when Jesus tells her she will never thirst again if she chooses to take the invitation of this living water. This meant that she doesn't have to go to the well anymore in the heat of day. And this meant that she could hide away and no longer be gossiped about. That was tempting. But the woman's shame It followed her every day to that well and it was a constant reminder of her misfortune and her mistakes. And I want to ask you, does your shame follow you around? So the Samaritan woman wondered if this Jewish man was offering her an invitation to be rescued from this pattern of behaviour. She no longer had to worry about what people thought about her. She, she could just fill up her water pot from this fountain the man was talking about and she didn't even have to go to the well. Verse 11, this is, this is her thinking. She's like, sir, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where then do you get that living water? And then she stops herself and she goes, are you greater than our father Jacob who gave us the well? Notice now she calls him sir. So he's gone from Jew to sir she no longer addresses jesus as the lowest um, form of um, introduction it's jew and now it's sir her perception of jesus has slightly changed it's slightly gone up she likes the thought that this living water he was offering wasn't gonna get her to go to the well anymore however she needed to gather more information just to be sure And perhaps where you're at, that's where you're at now. God has spoken to you and you want to be rescued, but you're still unsure. You need more information on this invitation that is given to you because you've lived with shame for so long that you don't know who you are anymore. 
you've lost your identity and you passed somewhere. However, today Jesus is handing you an invitation to rescue you from your past. He wants to rescue you from the past that's holding you back. So the essence of the gospel is a God who speaks. He's a God who rescues. And he's a God who gives life. Jesus says to the woman in verse 16, Go, call your husband and come here. Now Jesus was drawing the woman's personal life out into the open. Well, how was she going to respond? Was she going to lie? Or was she going to come clean? So the woman answered and said, I have no husband. Perhaps the thought of not having to come to this well every day propelled her to come clean, to confess that, yes, indeed, the person I live with is not my husband. Jesus tells her that she does indeed have no husband. In fact, she's had five. And the man she's living with now isn't her husband either. Now the woman is even more amazed because she perceives Jesus as a prophet because no, she's never met this man before. She hasn't told him about her situation in life. So now Jesus has gone from a Jew to sir to now a prophet. See how her levels are moving up? Jesus, you know, her estimation of this man is, is moving up. His invitation is now reaching into her heart. Jesus isn't drawing conclusions like she had. He's drawing out her identity with his truth. And in this conversation, Jesus is revealing his own identity to the Samaritan woman too. And perhaps this is where you find yourself. Jesus has drawn something out from your past that has framed your identity for so long that you've forgotten who you are. However, you still won't take the invitation. You're still frightened and you're still afraid. But Jesus wants to show you true identity, an identity that isn't defined by shame. So the essence of the gospel is a God who speaks, a God who rescues, a God who gives life, and finally, he's a God who sends. Isaiah 61 verses 1 to 3 is a passage of scripture from the Old Testament, and it's what Jesus read out. In Luke chapter 4, verses 18 to 19, when he stood up and read in the synagogue on the Sabbath day, causing a stir that set in motion the journey towards Jesus' crucifixion. And this is what he says. He says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim, li- to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now Jesus is causing his own stir at the well and he's causing a stir in this woman's heart. Jesus is now revealing who he is to her. And it's like he's finally opened up the invitation, showed all the information written on it, and he's telling the woman who the invitation is actually from. And the invitation is from someone who's going to heal her broken heart. And like the Samaritan woman, 
Jesus has given you this invitation too, to heal your broken heart. Jesus wanted to open the prison that you're in, the shame that has bound you to your past. He wants to comfort you. He wants to give you beauty for your ashes. He wants to turn your mourning into joy. He wants to give you garments of praise to replace the spirit of heaviness that you've been dragging up to that well with you. And Jesus answers all the woman's questions. It would have probably been going around and round in her head, just like the questions go around in your head. And he says to her, I who speak to you and he, I am the person that you're looking for. I am the saviour that you're looking for. And the woman responds and goes and tells the whole town about Jesus. And many come to him. You know, she is the first woman evangelist. And I think that's awesome. And Jesus is knowing his conversation is going to propel her to go and tell others. And she's responded to the invitation. She has put her hand out and she has took that invitation And you know why? Because this woman, this Samaritan woman, she felt seen, she felt valued, and she felt loved. And today I believe Jesus has completely revealed himself to you in this podcast. He's he's reached out into your broken state and he's invited you to drink deeply from the living water he's offered you. But something, someone has stopped you from reaching out and taking hold of that invitation. But I am extending this invitation to you right now. This fresh, new, written invitation to drink from the living water Jesus is offering. And I want to give you that same invitation that Jesus gave to this woman at the well. And if you've been stirred by this message today, if you felt that this message has drawn something from you, like the water from the well where the Samaritan woman met Jesus, If your heart wants to reach out and take the invitation that Jesus offers, then I want you to know that if you accept his invitation, he'll take all that shame and disappointment from your past that you've been dragging up to that well every day in the heat of the day and all the gossiping women whispering behind their their hands, talking about you, it's all going to be disappeared. And all those moments where you didn't feel like you were enough, All those times you felt abandoned and alone. Jesus is revealing himself to you. And he's showing you just how much he loves you. That is the essence of the gospel. He's a God who speaks, a God who rescues, a God who gives life and a God who sends. And all you need to do today is accept that invitation. And I'll see you next week. listening to this podcast if you would like more teaching and messages on the christian life then check out my website thebigvoiceonline.com i look forward to sharing the spacious room with you next time